Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. This episode of I Work For Him was previously recorded for the Christian Leadership Alliance's Outcomes Conference podcast, where leaders come to invest the best of what they know into other leaders. Remember, if you have influence over just one person, you are a leader. Together, let's listen to this podcast and learn more about leading God's way. Enjoy. Martha and I are excited to host the Outcomes Conference podcast. Every podcast is dedicated to you, our Outcomes Conference podcast listener. We have an incredible conversation coming up today with Mark Chernagel from Crew. Crew, you remember your old campus crusade called Crew today, cru.org, cru.org is where you can find them online. We'll be focusing on leadership and thriving and, of course, the related outcomes. Mark Chernagel, welcome to the Outcomes Conference podcast. Thanks. It's great to be here. You know, before we get started talk with, about talking about your leadership role and your perspective of what God is doing and leading through you as the CFO of the environment at Crew and the people underneath you, Tell us personally how you keep your faith strong and how you keep your leadership Christ-centered every day. Well, it's, I mean, this is the challenge from the Christian life, right? How do you stay centered daily, like moment by moment? Uh, and for me, it's, it's just being reminded daily of my, my need for God to do his work in and through me. You know, am I submitting myself to him in humility? My asking the Holy Spirit to work in me, to control my thoughts and words and actions. You know, when, um, when I first was introduced to Crew, like Crew's most, mostly known for like these two booklets, like back in our, you know, our ancient history, right? Uh, the four spiritual laws, you know, basic presentation of the gospel. Um, but the other booklet people sometimes forget about. Uh, it, it, was, it was the color blue. So people refer to it as the blue booklet. But it was basically a small booklet talking about how to how to uh, walk in the power of the Spirit. Wow. So how does the Holy Spirit play a role in your daily life? And, uh, you know, it's a lesser known book than the, than the gospel booklet of the four spiritual mm-hmm. laws, but it's equally as powerful and important in the life of a believer and in my life. I mean, how many times have I started the day in my own power and strength? <laughs> And then gotten to the end of the day and thought, man, this is a difficult time. Uh, instead of simply humbling myself, going to the Lord, thanking him that I'm his child, asking his Holy Spirit who already lives in me to, to continue his work in me and through me. I mean, it's so much, it makes such a big difference in your daily life if it's the Lord doing the work versus if you're trying to struggle and strain through it in your own strength. So, you know, that's, to me, that it's not really a big secret. It's not a you know this dynamic formula, you know this big conspiracy. It's simply the Lord allowing the Lord uh, to work in me and through me. That's a good word, though. It's a good, so it's a great reminder. It really is. So, um, Christian Leadership Alliance is really this year. The word "thrive" is is at the top. You know, it's on the tip of our tongue, and it's really been a, fo- a focus. What does thriving mean to you personally, Mark? Well, let's talk about thriving in context, okay? Uh, I I think thriving entails a holistic view of life, right? So it's it's health, and it's health in what ways? 
is being healthy spiritually, right? Am I, am I doing the things we just talked about? Am I walking in the power of the spirit or in my own strength? Um, am, I, am I studying his word? Am I kind of growing in my knowledge and understanding of him and how I live that out? Am I healthy physically? Right? Am, I, am I eating right? Am I exercising? Uh, am, am I healthy in my key relationships, right? With my, with my wife, mm-hmm. my kids, with my grandkids, you know, with my, my parents and, you know, brothers and sisters and friends, like, am I healthy relationally? How's my mental health? You know, there's a lot of stress and anxiety. I mean, there always has been. It seems like in this last year, it's, it's, been, it's mm-hmm. been up to notch quite a bit. How am I doing mentally? In, in my mental health? What about intellectually? I mean, am I, am I growing? Am I, am I healthy kind of in my uh, understanding of things? And am I, am I trying to learn and to get better work in different parts of life? Uh, so thriving to me is really a comprehensive view of life. Uh, and here's, here's, here's a couple of reasons why I take more of a comprehensive view as opposed to saying, well, thriving is just spiritual or it's just at work or whatever. Uh, unfortunately at my church in Orlando, um, we've had two pastors that were extraordinarily gifted preachers, but who stumbled morally, you know, it was tragic, you know, one aspect of their life's going really well. They're thriving. Church is growing. People are coming. Lives are being changed. They're preaching and, and unpacking the word in a dynamic way. Uh, and yet another part of their life wasn't thriving, right? There was, there was something wrong. They weren't healthy. Um, here's an example of me personally, right? Not to pick on others, but just take me personally. I'm a, I'm a doer and a goer. Like my pre-pandemic life, I'm on the road all the time. I'm, I'm working. I'm doing lots of hours. I'm go, 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 go. And I don't always take care of myself physically when I do that. Like when you're on the road or you're busy or you're stressed and you're, you know, you're working, like, how easy is it to just say, well, instead of eating healthy, I'm just going to grab the closest, fastest thing I can grab, right? Fast food, you know, whatever it might be, mm. or just not eat or go through the day on coffee, Diet Coke and a candy bar. Like, I've done that before, literally on trips. It's not, I trust you, it's, it's not healthy. So while, man, I was accomplishing some great things on my projects and on the, you know, the different meetings I was in, you know, I could find myself neglecting another area of my life. So, so what does it mean to thrive? I really think that thriving is that comprehensive look, like taking an evaluation of your life overall in those kind of those key and important and significant categories and, and looking and saying, am, am I growing? Am I thriving? Am I healthy in all of these areas? It's a great answer. Such a good answer. And of course, uh, would expect nothing less from a CFO, right, That's Jim? Right. <laughs> a a very comprehensive look at all of the different line items and bring it all together and ask to balance out. So um, I, I like that. Uh, not to make light of it, but I was we're really, really, My really great. My sister's a CFO, so we, we, we understand. It's, it's got a, a balance sheet has that to work. was really good, though. All right, so how does crew, I mean, how many people do you have reporting to you within the organization at crew? Well, within the within the finance function, there's... Uh, about 60 locally and about 100 across the country. All right, so 160 people. How does Crew as an organization enable you as the CFO to help the people underneath you, those you serve, how, how does it enable you to thrive, enable to help you 
help them to thrive? Um, well, this is a this is an um, this is an interesting question. So, as a missionary, right? I'm I am I'm called to do a lot of things. You know, called to serve the Lord. You know, help fulfill the Great Commission. You know, raise money, do whatever it is. So, how how does crew help help me to help those in the finance function or in finance people to thrive? It it is by helping me to be healthy first, right? So, and that's not always easy. I mean, look look around the country. I mean, people in quote unquote professional ministry are struggling all over the place. Uh, Crew's done a lot of things to help me through the years. Um, I remember um, about five years ago, we have a, a our youngest daughter who's an adult now, but when she was a teen, she had a lot of significant health challenges. And uh, Crew allowed me, I mean, I was the CFO. We had a lot of projects going on, a very busy schedule. Crew allowed me space to take care of my family. Um, and how'd they do that? I mean, I, I used to take every Friday off, honestly, to pay medical bills <laughs> and to track which bills had been paid and hadn't been paid and to, you know, help my wife with setting up doctor's appointments for my daughter and all of that. And I, and I was able to do that for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past year, crew has allowed me and our staff uh, several times where they've said, hey, you know, if you just need to take a half day off and spend time with the Lord to take care of yourself, go and do that. Uh, and I've taken advantage of that. Uh, it, this this year we're in right now. We we just uh, instituted a new HR policy for mental health days. Just admit if you're stressed, if the the culture and the challenges of life are getting getting to you, just take a day and uh, and spend some time doing whatever you need to do. If it's seeing a counselor, if it's going to the beach, uh, if it's you know just spending time praying or going for a walk, just take time and do that. And so Cruz done a really good job, I think, of trying to help me and our staff as individuals mm-hmm. to take care of yourself uh, so that you can also take care of others. Man, what a great example that is for all the people that represent all the organizations listening today to the Outcomes Conference podcast. We'll be back with more with Mark Chernagle, the CFO of Crew. Check him out online, crew.org, cru.org. We'll be right back with more from the Outcomes Conference podcast. You know the kind of person that always tells you about the latest trends or the special deals around town? Well, lean in because here's a message from that kind of person. The Awaken Podcast Network is the place to be. Go to awakenpodcastnetwork.com and unlock God's purpose for your work with help from some friends. You will find a gathering place of podcasts that provide simple tools, faith stories, and conversations that will inspire and equip you to vibrantly live out your faith in your work today. Go ahead, check out awakenpodcastnetwork.com and then be that kind of person and tell a friend. Hey, welcome back to the Outcomes Conference podcast. Today we're talking with Mark Chernagel, the CFO of Crew. If you want to check him out online, cru.org. So, Mark, you just shared some great examples of what Crew has really encouraged its staff in ways to stay healthy and to really thrive in the environment we've had in the last year or so. How about you personally? Like, are there things that you've implemented in your in your leadership in the office or, you know, in the office, whatever that might be, right? 
or personally in your own life that has helped you to be able to focus on your mission of being a leader? Well, so, so let's talk about like as I'm leading the finance function and I look back through the years, what's something that stood the test of time as a leader that, that I think's had a broad impact on, on me and how I lead, but also on the people that I lead and the culture that we've created? And um, I, I think the one thing that has stood the test of time the most is intentionally leading uh, through our values or leading kind of from our values. Uh, so, so what talking I mean by corporate that, values or personal values? Uh, uh, so what I mean by that is like crew has three corporate values, okay. faith, growth, and fruitfulness. And then for the finance function, we, we'd had a lot of challenges with, you know, having a kind of an unhealthy culture. So we, we added a fourth value of community. And so, uh, we set out and said, you know, our strategy is kind of what we do. Our values are, are who we want to be and how we want to interact. And so how do we lead with these four values? What does it mean? And so I'm, uh, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how we do that. I'll just give you like some brief examples. So first, we define them. What, is it, what, what, <laughs> what does valuing faith even mean? It sounds great in a Christian organization, but what does it mean? Uh, so, so what are the values and how you define them? Um, and second is define, this is the important one, define what does it look like to live that out? Mm. We actually wrote statements under each value. Like, and this is what it would look like to live out faith or growth or fruitfulness and community. Um, and, and it just makes it more practical so people can understand it. The, the third one is important. And this is, this is, you have to be intentional about leading with your values. So many times organizations stop. Like they might define them right. and they just, and then that's it. It's a, it's a plaque on the wall, but we're intentional about it. Uh, we, you know, we keep the values prominent in our daily work. My team's done this incredible job of branding them so that they're kind of everywhere. You can't really get away from them, but not just like on the wall, but we talk about them. You know, we do devotions on them. We have meetings about them. They're, they're part of our, you know, our branding and our, our conference rooms and so forth. Some would call them decision filters. Do you, would you consider them your decision filters, your, your values? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially like take the value of growth. How do you set up a, a, your development, your human resources or your development function? Well, if you're valuing growth, you're going to look at how you do growth a certain way. You're going to challenge people. I mean, in fact, here, I'll read you, a, I'll read you one of the statements in growth. It says, we truthfully give and continually invite and humbly consider feedback. Well, if you're in an organization that's truthfully giving feedback, <laughs> that that organization looks a lot different than one where, where people are afraid to kind of talk to one another or they just want to do happy talk all the time and mm -hmm. say, yeah, everybody's great. But truthfully getting feedback means you might have your boss is going to tell you, you know, in this area, we really need to see growth and we're not seeing it. That's a way practically that we live out our values. So you know, and the, let me give you one final point on values. And this one's the kind of the kicker, okay. right? Uh, we celebrate them. You have to celebrate things, right? And life, life's too dang challenging. You've got to celebrate things. So uh, when we see someone living out of value, we acknowledge it. We mm -hmm. celebrate. Uh, and one of the things we do 
every year is we have something called our annual awards celebration, not to congratulate ourselves, but the purpose of it is to, to, to celebrate what God has been doing in our lives. And so we, we actually give a value award. I mean, we give an award for each of the values to someone. But the cool thing about it is it's not about winning the award. It, it's the whole process. Because to be nominated, people have to write an essay about you, about how they've seen you live out that value. Hmm. Wow. What happens is your team is actually looking for how God is at work in their teammates' lives They're, throughout the year. They're watching. They're looking for it. And then they have to actually put it in writing to nominate you. And so whether you win the award or not, if you're nominated, you get, you get the essay somebody wrote about you. Mm. How, you know, Jim and Martha, how powerful is that? If you were handed mm. today an essay that somebody wrote about you and said, Martha, this is how I've seen God at work in your life and how I've seen you living out the value of faith. Or Jim, this is how I've seen you grow in the past year. I've seen God do, you know, X, Y, and Z in your life. And as a result, it's really impacted others around you. Like that is so powerful. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it, living, leading by our values has really stood the test of time. And I think it's been the one thing that's impacted our culture the most. Yeah, and I would tell you, if I got a letter like that, I would put it on a frame and put it on my wall and I'd look at it all the time because what a great word of encouragement that that would be on a daily basis to, to remind me, hey, people are watching. And as a leader, yeah. people are watching and noting. And if they actually compliment you, it means you're getting something done right. I, I love it. We're talking with Mark Chernagel today from Crew. He's a CFO and he wants you to check it out online. Crew.org. Ask for the blue booklet. They got any of those left? Uh, yeah, there's there's still quite a few around, okay, but right. most digital now. Most well, so you can look for the four spiritual laws and the blue one about the Holy Spirit all online. Crew.org. We'll be right back with more on the Outcomes Conference podcast. Want to build a profitable side hustle that impacts people with truth and healing in themselves and in their leadership? Then look at becoming a certified leadership coach with Giant. Giant has been in the leadership space for over 13 years and has over 500 coaches in over 127 countries. Their coaches are being hired by Fortune 500 companies and organizations like I Work For Him. Martha and I took the Giant Sherpa training under one of these great coaches to become leaders worth following. Giant gives you everything you need to start your own coaching business from scratch, like hands-on training from top-level coaches, access to an all-in-one online platform to run your entire coaching business, and you get to join a thriving community of coaches around the world. To get started, Giant is hosting a coaching business workshop to help you learn how to build a successful coaching business. This workshop is 100% free, and you can reserve your spot by going to giant.tv forward slash iworkforhim. If you're ready to impact people and get paid to do it, go to giant.tv forward slash I work for him. That's giant.tv forward slash I work for him. Hey, welcome back to the Outcomes Conference Podcast. We're your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're talking today with Mark Chernagel. He's a CFO at Crew. Mark, I, I, we want to thank you for just being so transparent and powerful in that last segment. And I know you probably didn't sit out to either of those things, but wow, thank you for just a great example. Martha wanted to follow up. Because she felt like she didn't get enough follow-up time in that last segment. Well, Mark, I just want to hear like a practical example of a way that um, you or someone that you lead um, experienced leading with the values um, during this last year, year and a half, when 
you know, you had to do life differently. And there was a lot of things that probably challenged that process. Yeah. That's a great question. The, the toughest value to live out when you're working from home is community. Oh, yeah. Mm. Right? We're used to having this physical place where we all congregate and where you have these, these face-to-face touch points on a regular basis, and then it's gone. Like in a, you know, in a heartbeat, it's gone. And so you have people working from their homes and talking on Zoom and, and that has been the most challenging thing. And so I, I'd say my, my team, more than me, my team has done a great job of just trying to think through how do we connect people, even when they can't be face to face. And they've, you know, they've just, they've done all kinds of things throughout the year. They, they actually, they, we instituted this software where you can actually go on and, and just chat, like verbally chat with people kind of as if you're in the office. Uh, and, uh, it, it, it has, it has, uh, been received very well. We've done little lunches and, and coffee meetings where people can meet up in smaller groups that are, that are kind of safe, uh, in the midst of the pandemic, but where people can have some face-to-face times. Um, we've, we've tried lots of things. I wouldn't say, Hey man, we've hit it out of the park on all of them, but that's, that's the one we've really focused on is we've, we didn't want people in their homes, some of which live alone, some of which are, you know, houses surrounded by kids and parents and family members, but we didn't want them to feel separate from the rest of the office. And so any way that we could think of how to better connect people, uh, we we tried to Mm. do that. I, I love it. I, and I love the fact that you guys, you know, you're not saying we, we, we did it perfect. Everybody should follow our example. You said, we, we just kept trying and, and you kept listening. And as you said at the beginning, you just ask the Holy Spirit, okay, what in the world do I do with this? You know, Mark Crew is a well-seasoned organization. It, it's not a brand new organization anymore. It's got, it's got decades and decades of experience. It's gone through lots of senior leadership transitions over the years. Can you talk about resiliency and the transformation of crew over the years that's kept it thriving and effective? Well, I think you should ask me next year. <laughs> okay, why is that? This might be a bad year to ask me. Uh, no, seriously, cr- crew's in the midst of, of a whole bunch of change right now. Right? We, we just uh, uh, installed a new president, only the third president crew's ever had. Uh, we have a new uh, U.S. director. Two of our largest uh, ministries based in the U.S. are transi- transitioning to new leaders also. And on top of that, uh, prior to the pandemic, we were on the early stages and now we're in the latter stages of a complete management restructure of crew outside of the U.S. Hmm. So there's a, there's a lot going on. And, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to do everything I can to help support uh, my fellow leaders and crew so that we're all thriving and effective after all these changes are, are kind of wrapped up and, you know, in place. Um, but I'll say the, the one thing that our, our, our president and our executive team has been repeating over and over and over again that I'm trying to reinforce and live out as well is that in the midst of all of this, we need to stay true to our calling as an organization, right? What, what is crew here for? We, we're not here to do everything in the body of Christ, right? But we have a specific calling and we're called to winning, building and sending in the power of the Holy Spirit and helping the body of Christ do evangelism and discipleship. Staying centered on what your organization 
for what, in our case, what our organization is in existence for is where you have to, it's, it's where you have to kind of keep yourself in order to, to stay res- resilient. Mm. Such great words. And, you know, really is because each one of us has individually, we have different gifts, talents, and abilities and organizations have, you know, a call that God has put on the leadership um, and why it was designed. So remembering what that is and staying true to it, such great words. So Mark, as we close out, um, Christian Leadership Alliance is really all about leaders investing in other leaders, the best of what they know and sharing it with others. So what is something, um, a leadership idea or a thinking that you would like to invest in the listeners of this podcast? That we're all part of the body of Christ. You know, it's powerful to be kind and generous. It's also powerfully destructive to be unkind and greedy or stingy. Mm. I was, I was recently reading through Romans. I got to chapter 12. I mean, you, you know how it starts, right? It's, you know, be a living sacrifice, be transformed. You know, you kind of know that's the, that's the famous part of chapter 12. Don't think more highly of yourself than you ought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, as you get down past those first few verses, though, it, it says, hey, you're all part of the body that has many members. You have different gifts, but you all need each other. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that like organizationally, like crew needs the navigators, crew needs Wycliffe, crew needs I Work For Him Ministries, crew needs the Christian Leadership Alliance. Like we all need each other. We can't forget that. You know, and if you get past that, the, the body section in the chapter, it gets even better. It's just like this list. It's like, be devoted to one another, honor one another, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, you know, rejoice for those who rejoice, you know, live in harmony. Don't be proud. Like it just tells you stuff. And yet you look at our, our Christian culture today and there's so much uh, tearing one another down, needing to be right. You know, we're right. You're wrong. We need to do this that way. Um, and so my admonition to our listeners today is we're, we're all part of the body of Christ. Let's do everything we can to build up the body and to not tear it down. If anybody's ever driven through Atlanta, you know, the, the, when you get to the, the widest section of the freeway on 75 going north, it's 20 lanes wide. And that's really the body of Christ. We may be all running our own lane, but we still are all part of a major freeway going in the same direction. And, and how do we run in the lanes next to each other? And some we run with people and some we run alongside people who are in a different lane, but yet there's synergies to be had. Boy, if we could do that, then we, then Jesus, what he said in John 17 about, you know, people will know your mind if you guys walk in unity. Uh, how yeah. powerful would that be on the impact across around the globe? It'd be fantastic. Mark Turnagel, thank you so much for being on the Outcomes Conference podcast today. Really appreciate your time, your wisdom. And just sharing how crew has been dealing with all of the transitions over the last couple of years. Thank you, Mark Turnagel. Thank you. And to you, our Outcomes Conference podcast listeners, thank you for joining us today. We pray the podcast inspired you to higher thinking and deeper thinking and, and really all about learning about how to help your organization thrive and those in your organizations to thrive for a greater kingdom impact. Be sure to visit christianleadershipalliance.org where you can stay up to date by subscribing to the Outcomes online newsletter and the Christian Leadership Alliance Higher Thinking blog. And if you're not already a member of the Christian Leadership Alliance, what are you waiting for? Join the Alliance today, christianleadershipalliance.org. 
Remember, the wisdom in this podcast came to you on its way to someone else. If you loved it, say so, and then share it with a friend. I'm Jim. I'm Martha. We'll see you again for the next episode of the Outcomes Conference podcast. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field, but for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.